Thank you very much for tuning in to the All You Listening Now podcast, where I will talk about any and everything. I am your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. Hey, y'all, I want to give a shout out today to all fans of anime, specifically ones who are fans of the Naruto genre, if you will, of anime. So it was actually released last week that the winner of the poll that if you're in the community you probably know about for a new manga that's going to be written uh, about a naruto character is actually going to be my second i would say favorite character in all of naruto and that is minato yo for anybody who doesn't follow anime and doesn't know anything about naruto i'm sure that even if you haven't watched it maybe you are aware of it because it became so popular but Minato basically Naruto's dad and he is I think his backstory and I can't wait for this manga to come out it's going to be amazing I think this is a huge win for all of us I was glad that characters that we've gotten a general idea of their story didn't get fleshed out like I'm glad like Naruto or Sasuke didn't win I'm actually kind of glad Kakashi or you know people like that didn't win because minato even though we know a little bit of we know a good amount about him but what he did during the third great ninja war like we've heard stories but we didn't get to, we don't get to really see it and now we actually get to see it on display i think is probably what this novelization is going to be about so I'm excited for specifically fans of Minato like myself, but nevertheless, nevertheless, wherever you may be listening, I certainly hope you have had a very, very good week because I know that I have as well. All right, ladies and gents, thank you very much for tuning in to today's show, taking time out of your busy day to download and listen. Of course, the podcast nowadays gets played anywhere podcasts are being played simply by searching for all you listening now podcast. So when you get around to telling your friends, family members, relative, neighbors, loved ones, a person who you might be having a very civil, hopefully debate with on any other type of subject or topic, they can find the show by searching for all you listen on podcast on the different podcasting platforms on those different podcasting platforms. There is a way to like the show, rate the show and even subscribe to the show. So if you're a fan of the content you're listening to here, not only will doing that greatly help promote the show to, to new listeners and it will definitely help me out. It'll also it will help you know when a new episode has been uploaded. So that way you can go and download it. So look for, those options on the different podcasting platforms. I leave timestamps for every segment of the show as well. So that way, if you're a little crunch for time, don't have the opportunity to listen to the entire show, you can time skip your way straight to that segment or even come back and listen to it at a later time. If there's another segment that maybe you couldn't listen to in that moment. So look for those options in the description, but in today's show, To kick it off, I wanted to talk about a story that I came across, and I have to tell you, 
if someone wouldn't have actually told me this, um, I wouldn't have actually believed it without factual proof of it actually happening. Then again, considering the times we're living in, maybe I should have. So in the state of Maryland, there is a bill on the floor right now that would prevent anyone under the age of 25 to be charged with felony murder. Now, the state, by the way, Maryland, is totally controlled by the Democratic Party, so no Republican influence whatsoever. They're controlled top to bottom, from their governors to their state legislator, you name it, all democratically run. If hearing about that proposed law or bill, if you will, wasn't bad enough to try and insult our intelligence, their reasoning for this bill, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's because a 25-year-old doesn't have the brain capacity to understand that they committed such a terrible crime. Ladies and gents, I'm not joking. This is actually a real thing. You can Google it and look it up if you don't believe me, because trust me, I wouldn't believe me either, because that sounds so ludicrous. Now, for those that don't actually know what felony murder is, basically, when someone commits or attempts a crime and it's a felony, you know, level of crime or felony level of crime in the process and they just so happen to do something that is clearly dangerous to human life and it actually causes the death of another person, that is how you can get charged with felony murder. So let me try and actually get into the mind of one of these left-leaning folks who actually propose this type of stuff and probably people who are left-leaning who actually agree with. Let me see if I can get into the mind real quick. So a 25-year-old person isn't smart enough to know that killing a human being while committing a crime is a horrible thing to do, but a child the age of six or even younger, depending on who you talk to, can completely understand that even though they were born a boy or a girl, they can pick one or the other because they know what they are. And that makes total sense. After, <laughs> after saying that out loud, I can definitely confidently say that this makes absolutely no sense. There isn't a soul alive that has died or will ever be resurrected that can convince me otherwise. These are the folks that we keep voting into office. These are the folks that we keep allowing the media and big companies to shove in our faces like they are the right thinking ones. There's no consistency with these points and all. I mean, think about this for a second. The people who think like this is basically saying the kids, children and teenagers should actually be thought of and treated like adults in cases when it comes to sex and gender. But 
a grown, by every definition of the word adult, have to be treated like kids when it comes to committing crimes and murder. Doesn't make sense at all. Completely irrational. Matter of fact, a a little off topic here, um, but has anyone seen the madness that has been happening in Chicago? It's been dubbed the quote unquote teen takeover. And for anyone that hasn't been following or heard about the story for a course of a few days, um, people, mostly teens, just went through the city of Chicago and destroyed parts of the city, attacked random people while looting. And there were only a few arrests that was made, uh, 15 to be exact. But considering the hundreds of people that were there doing this type of and contributing to this type of activity, that's kind of a small number, you know, if you look at it proportionally. And if I had to guess, it will not deter anyone from actually doing that again in that city. When things like this are happening, This is when the leader of the city should actually come out and say something to speak out against things like this happening. I mean, after all, if kids and teenagers are smart enough to understand their sex and what gender they want to pick, then clearly they should know that going around destroying cities and assaulting people on camera, by the way. So clearly we have footage of this that, yeah, They should actually know that they shouldn't do that. And the leader of that city should come out and actually say something. Now, Chicago just elected a new mayor. Um, His name is Brandon Johnson. And I know he came out on fire to do so. Matter of fact, let's actually read what he actually said about it. And this is a quote from him, by the way. In no way do I condone the destructive activity we saw in the loop and lakefront this weekend. That's parts of the city that was violently attacked and destroyed. It is unacceptable. and has no place in our city. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Sounds like he um, really is going to put the hammer down on this situation and the people that actually caused it. Hold on. Wait, what's that? Oh, there's more to that quote. Oh, well, he goes on to say, however, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Man, I knew it was too good to be true. Let's not even mention the people, by the way, in that quote that I just read. And even in his speech, which you can obviously YouTube and look up, let's not even he didn't even mention the people and the families of the people who were affected in all this. You know, the people and the other families who died, had their businesses destroyed. Let's not talk about those people, because if we did, that would mean we have to we had to talk about the people that's doing it and. Heaven forbid, let's not be too harsh to those kids causing all this violence. 
Accountability by leaders in America has declined, I swear, faster than the U.S. dollar has lately. See, this is what the super left liberals are trying to sell folks. And for some reason, either because of at this point, blind allegiance or just riding it out and hoping not to be wrong about the situation. I haven't heard many people from that side say anything against this. They'll say lines much like Mayor Johnson said, but again, not actually wanting to do anything to hold accountable. Heck, if matter of fact, if you're actually so worried about the kids and how they are so unfairly treated and deprived of those opportunities, then how about speaking on some of those banging ideas that you have that will bring them those opportunities? In his response to this, Mayor Johnson, that is, he didn't do that because not going to say he will never have any ideas. Not going to say that. But at this exact moment, the brother ain't got none. Or maybe he does. Maybe he does. But it would actually go against his party's agenda and then they would cancel him. Well, all I have to say is best of luck to the people of Maryland and the people of Chicago. And I pray that for anyone that wants to leave there, you get a chance to because I wouldn't want to live in those places either where adults commit murder and won't be held accountable and brain capacity having adults or teenagers can just go around and destroy things and nothing happened. Which, by the way, in Chicago, the only thing that's been happening there that we know of is the violence and the unlawlessness that has been happening in that city, by the way, run by Democrats. So for anybody who says, oh, well, they're just, you know, that's part of protest. Well, look, if you're actually going to protest and riot about something, then why do it when you're just going to vote for the very people who are putting you in the situation? Like when the riots, which I still didn't agree with, was happening back in 2020 when George Floyd was murdered, at least those I can directly see. Okay, now, granted, they it should have just been stuck to the police situation again they should have just went around destroying cities and small businesses because that makes no sense i mean hey let's destroy the empirical hierarchy oh i know i'm gonna actually take away from a small business owner because well i'm not doing this because of any logic i'm doing this all based off of emotion and you know emotion causes illogical actions much like this Hey, I'm sick of the crime. I'm sick of this. Oh, wait, I voted for these people who did it. You know what? Screw the people that I voted for, and I'm not going to hold myself accountable for it. I'm just going to riot. Lord have mercy. Doesn't make any sense. To switch gears, I'm going to stay with the same theme 
foot switching sides of the aisle, if you will, because I came across yet another story that happened that, again, if I hadn't read it, I wouldn't believed it. At least probably not five, 10 years ago, but now, yeah, anything I read, I pretty much believe nowadays. Granted, this story actually happened over a month ago now, but it's still worth talking about. So back on March 9th at Eastern Florida State College, a U.S. government class ended up getting canceled due to one student being, I'm not kidding, uncomfortable in the class that day since the topic of the day was civil rights. In the earlier topic, I actually, you know, we you know talked about and I mentioned about there being no consistency in their stands. And with this happening smacks of double standards. For a couple of years now, most people um, have been pointing out and fighting against individuals being silenced or counseled due to having a different of opinion than what is mainstream. A fair, I believe that's a fair fight and one that I have been a part of. But the counseling of this class is an example of this type of silencing happening. For the last couple of years, there's been most people on the right talking about this sort of thing. And it just so happens that a person from the right actually pulled this stunt and had the class canceled due to their uncomfortable feelings. Now, most people on the left point to the bill passed by Governor Ron DeSantos of Florida called the Individual Freedom Act. Some listening might actually have heard this bill referred to as the Stop Woke Act. To summarize the bill in a nutshell, um, it's basically to regulate the content of instructions and trainings in schools and workplaces. Um, Anything that gets taught can't be based in one's feelings. It has to be based in what's believed to be the truth. So here's my issue Uh, with this situation that ties into some of the issues with that bill. Now the bill actually was signed and passed over a year ago. So it's been out now for a little bit. On one hand, it's meant to stop people from coming in and trying to make people say things like men and women don't exist, or it's okay to have what has been deemed forever and labeled as adult content shown to kids or underage adults, which I actually agree with. The problem then is you can end up with the same silencing and canceling being done by folks on the right, but claiming they are doing it in the name of what's right, which happens to be the same things they're complaining that liberals are doing And they're, you know, being accused of the point of the stop silencing movement that we've kind of seen over these last couple of years is allowing people to be able to stay or say, rather to say their point and have it debated, even 
if you a thousand percent disagree with them, we all should want to protect the rights of the most innocent among us, like kids and monitor the things they are allowed to consume. But as far as legal age adults go, we should be able to listen to viewpoints if we don't agree with them. And in those cases, much like um, this student clearly didn't agree with what was being said in class, then, you know, he should have had the right to leave and he should have just got up and walked out. I would say the same thing for any liberal or left leaning person who is listening to a conservative speaker and don't agree with what's being said. Just get up and leave. And if you just happen to be in a setting um, to debate it or have a conversation about it, um, about what you disagree with, then I believe, you know, you should have the ability to do that. But, you know, counseling or disrupting and trying and trying to silence people who we don't agree with, that has to stop. Um, otherwise, no matter what you believe, we won't have a functioning country anymore. One of the things that made America and we believe anyway makes America so great is the fact that we're able to have a melting gumbo pot of ideas. And even though we disagree in one way or another with those ideas, we're still able to come together as human beings and actually have a function in society. We have to actually be willing to have the conversation. What that college student did is no different than what a lot of right wing people have actually complained about that liberal students are doing. And yet when this happened, from a conservative student, I heard no right wing person come out and say that this is unacceptable. The only way to overcome this sort of thing happening is for each side, if you're on a side, to hold their side accountable when these sort of things happen. It's not enough just for people who might be independent or people who are in the middle to be speaking about it because that's not where the change is actually going to happen. The change is going to happen when each side holds their own side accountable to these sort of things happening. Even if it's something that you actually agree with, you can agree with their point, but still disagree with the manner of which they're actually exercising or choosing to exercise their point. I also want to point out that the heads of these colleges and institutions need to actually speak out and actually for once in their lives grow a pair when things like this happen and say that this isn't going to be supported. I mean, for example, I think either last week or maybe two weeks ago now, um, we saw something similar when Riley Gaines who was an ex-swimmer, showed up to a college to actually talk about not having trans women in women's sports. And when she was there doing that, students came out and not only assaulted her, but pretty much held her hostage. And the college that she spoke at basically stayed silent on the matter and didn't say anything, which is about as deplorable 
and disgusting as it gets. I still haven't heard that the college is doing anything. To be honest, I hope she sues them and she should. Just like we want to hold our leaders in Congress accountable, we talk about it all the time about holding our leaders in office accountable by, you know, voting them out and all of that sort of stuff. We need to hold people in leadership accountable. Now, can't we can't vote them out necessarily speaking like we do the people in in Congress, but we can still speak out enough when these sort of things happen. So that way, public pressure, which actually is a real thing. I mean, we see it. Um, We've seen it over the last couple of years. Public pressure comes out when somebody said something and then they quickly fold up shop and change their point of view, even if their point of view was probably, you know, scientifically proven to be right. Some people just still cave. So, but is one lever that can be pulled to actually hold um, those people accountable there as far as the colleges go and even corporation, things of that nature, their silence basically is accepting all of this kind of behavior. And to be honest, it's pretty despicable and we should actually be and do better in our society. But as we have seen, unfortunately we're not there yet, but there's hope because there are many people out there. People like who's listening to this podcast and other podcasters like myself who will continue to actually raise the flag on these type of issues and continue to fight, not physically, <laughs> but using words to actually say our point and hold these people accountable. But all right, ladies and gents, um, that is it for today's show. Thank you very much again for tuning in and taking time out of your day to listen. Remember, on those different podcasting platforms, if you are a fan of the content you're listening to here, like the show, rate the show, subscribe to the show. It'll greatly help me out. But until next time, I hope you all have a very, very good week. And I will talk to you all later. Peace.